0: Just going out and helping people out for free, I'm like, hey, that'll be cool. Like, what if I just go do this, like, once a week and just make a video out of it? My first TikTok video got almost 7 million views.
1: I'm going to Wichita. I'm just a boy from Kansas. Not, not my son, to run with the law. Welcome back to another episode of the Wichita Life Podcast. My name is Landon. Today's guest is Spencer from S.B. Mowing. S.B. Mowing is the name of Spencer's Lawn Care and Pressure Washing, social media empire with 23 million followers across YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram. We talk all about how he got started, how quickly he grew, the dark side of social media when it comes to copyright and privacy, and much more. I had a lot of fun with this one, and it is awesome to see someone from Wichita at the top of the game. Enjoy my conversation with Spencer from S.B. Mowing. All right. I'm here with Spencer B from SB Mowing. How are you doing, Spencer?
0: I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on.
1: Absolutely. Um, I, I've seen your stuff before. I mean, a while back and then probably I don't know, a couple months ago. I think uh, my wife, Candace, showed me one of the pressure washing videos. Yeah, because we had just pressure washed our fence. I'm like, this is so satisfying. And then kind of went down the rabbit hole I'm like, oh, wow, he's from Wichita. So anyways, who is Spencer? Who is SB Mowing? Tell us just a little bit about you.
0: Yeah, so I'll start with me. Um, Born and raised in West Wichita. I'm a West Sider. Mm, I'm a um, Sider, so. Nice. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. We can be friends. <laughs> yeah. Um, I went to, to May's, okay. May's schools. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I started mowing lawns back when I was 11 years old, just with my, my buddy. We'd be, we were super excited. We always just kind of had the entrepreneur itch and wanted to just get out and make some money as a kid. So we went and knocked on some neighbors' doors and asked if we could mow their lawn. And we got one guy, and so we just started by, by using our dad's little push mower yep. and, and uh, his little weed eater and stuff. So we started doing that, and it just kind of grew, or just started growing. We started getting some more clients, and we eventually split up and just started doing it on our own. And so I kind of had my business. He had his business. And I mean, for a long time, it was me either pushing my mower around or my dad driving me. Mm-hmm. Just every weekend, back and forth to, to different lawns. I think maybe at that point I probably got to like three or four, or five lawns, something sure, like that. Yeah. And then, you know, throughout high school, I was just doing that to save up some money. I bought my first car with that money. And I saved up, which was super cool. Uh, and then, once I got my driver's license, I could finally, you know, start doing it myself. Mm-hmm. So I learned how to how to drive my dad's stick truck and started expanding from there. I, I probably got up to like 10, 15 lawns in high school that I was doing every weekend. Yeah. And my brother would start helping me and we we eventually got a little Hustler $500 riding lawnmower. I got a Facebook marketplace and I got a little Harbor Freight trailer to go with it. Yeah. yeah. And so we were just mowing lawns every weekend. And I was you know, making good money for a kid, making real good money. And uh, eventually I, I got a scholarship to K-State and ended up going to K-State for computer science. And I needed some people to kind of help me keep the business running, because I mean, I was gonna drive back every weekend to do it, yeah, yeah. but I wanted to continue to grow it somehow. So I got a a couple um, family friends that were three or four years younger than I was, so so they were still in high school, so they kind of helped me run it during the week, like in the weekends. and I would come back in the weekend and help out as well. So, you know, we got up to I think we got up to like 50 or 60 accounts that we were doing. Like That's incredible, yeah. Yeah, we were doing a great job. It's like a
1: real business. Yeah, yeah
0: it yeah, it was it, it was awesome, you know. I had multiple employees. I was paying taxes, paying payroll stuff. I learned how to do all that, yeah. which was a lot, especially <laughs> as a college student, but I I eventually graduated college, you know, 4 years later, and I got a job as a mobile developer. I was working um remotely for for a company that is based in Chicago, but the owner okay. was here. Oh, cool. And so I, I was doing mobile development and I always wanted to start it like a YouTube channel or social media channel. And I tried like, in college, I was into like personal finance and stuff. Mm-hmm. So you can probably find some of those videos if you look for them. <laughs>
1: I'm definitely going to pick those up.
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I, I tried personal finance and it, it just wasn't fun for me. Yeah. It was, you know, doing the research on it and yep. like putting together like a script. It was, it was also just, just not natural for me. Like, sure. I love personal finance, but it wasn't my thing to make videos on.
1: Yeah. I, I had a friend that uh, he started a channel as well. I, I interviewed him on the podcast a couple years ago, but he wrote a book Called Young, Dumb, and Not Broke. Yeah, it's very clever, uh, and it was a great like personal finance book. And he started a YouTube channel, and it started to grow a lot. But I think he got kind of burned out. He might still be doing it, but some of the stuff was like, you could hop on the trends, and that's how you would like shoot up the charts. Yep. So you could make a video about like Bitcoin or something. Um, and it's hot right then, but it's yeah. like okay, how much do you actually like care about it? Like, how much do you actually? I, no, it about it? I
0: did a Bitcoin one. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Uh, but yeah. So I, you know, I graduated college and may of 21 and i was working you know full-time for i mean probably like six months um but in in august you know i was just getting the edge i'm like man i really want to start a youtube channel i saw a couple other guys shout out to long care juggernaut top notch long care phil's long care those guys had some long care channels and they were just doing the thing that that they were just going out and helping people out for free i'm like Hey, that'll be cool. Like, what if I just go do this like once a week and just make a video out of it? Yeah. I think, honestly, at at the time, I didn't think it would go anywhere. I I, I just thought it would be cool to like start a YouTube channel and maybe get a small following. And so my first TikTok video got almost 7 million views. The first one? The very first one I posted. I'm like, what? This is crazy. I was, you know, checking all the comments consistently. And then uh, that YouTube video did pretty well. You know, I got like 10, 20,000 views on that. And then. My second video I post on YouTube and it's up to it's it's my second most watched video right now. It's it's I think in the first month it got up to maybe like five million views, but it's up to thirteen million views now. And that first month I got sixty million subscribers on YouTube and I got monetized and I I made a little bit of money that first month. I'm like, wow, whoa, like this is weird. So uh, I kind of weighed my my risk versus you know reward because. I was having a lot of fun doing it. Oh, like it yeah. was, it was so cool. And there's
1: like the high of it, right? Like, yeah, just going viral, but it's like, sounds like consistently kind of viral and yeah. like, especially off the bat. That's so cool.
0: Yeah. So I, um, I actually bought a duplex the year before and I was living out of it. Actually, no, no, I bought a duplex that year and I was living out of one side, renting out the other side. So I didn't have many expenses. Um, I wasn't married yet. I didn't have kids, you know? <laughs> so I just thought, you know, I take the risk and quit my full time job and just go for it. So, how
1: quickly after you started, did you quit?
0: So, I did an internship from January to May and then it turned into full time. So, from May to uh, October. Mm -hmm. um, Wow. So, pretty
1: short five, six months. Wow.
0: Yeah. So, I probably worked five, six months full time. And I saved up some money, so yeah. I'm like, you know, I've got, I've got, I've got a buffer if if it doesn't work out, you know, I've 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 got some money saved up to where I can just go get another yeah. job or something. So
1: how'd that conversation go? You're like, hey, I'm quitting to be a YouTuber. Yeah, what basically. You, what you so
0: process- <laughs> I built a really good relationship with my with 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 the guy that owned the company, yeah. and we'd get lunch once a month, yeah. and um, we were both like very entrepreneurial, spirited, sure. and stuff like that. So we. Uh, yeah, he had no idea that I was doing YouTube. He he knew I, I kind of had a, an idea of starting, and so I, I kind of got him on a call because we were working remotely. And, sure. And yeah, it, it was really hard to tell him. I'm like, yeah, so I started a YouTube channel. It's doing really, really well, and I think I want to you know kind of pursue it full time yeah. and just kind of take the risk and jump off the deep end right now while I can. And he was really understanding. It was really hard for me to do because I I loved that job. Yeah, like, it yeah, was yeah. it was awesome. And it was my first job. So, yeah, uh, it was tough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was very tough.
1: And we were just talking about this before this, but how much you're working right now. But I guess, what was the biggest benefit other than, I mean, you loved your old job. You love making videos. Like, was it the the flexibility, the time freedom? What did you, like, I guess, enjoy the most from that transition?
0: Yeah, I needed the the time to be able to put my time into making better videos and to actually um, making quality videos that people are going to want to watch. Cause I was, you know, working nine to five during my lunch break, I'd go grab my, my, my trailer and my mower, um, just so it'd be ready for like right when I was like,
1: oh wow right when I was
0: off, I could go mow. So that second video that completely went viral on YouTube for me, I remember it took me like four or five evenings, like, like Monday through Friday, I'd, I'd work nine to five at my job. I'd get off, I'd go immediately to this lawn because I'd have like an hour and a half, two hours till it started to get dark. Sure. And um, yeah, I did that, you know, Monday evening, Tuesday evening, Wednesday evening, Thursday evening, Friday evening. Right, right. And then, you know, it took me another day or two to to edit the video. And yeah, it, it was just a time thing, you know. Yeah. I, I wish I could do all the things in the world, but, you know, time's one of the only really limited things that you have. So
1: Absolutely. Uh, how has the format changed? I don't know if I've watched these early, early ones. So how has the format changed? I think now you kind of have the, I don't know, you almost do like a green screen. You're kind of talking to the screen, introducing it. You go talk to the neighbors. You kind of have the time lapse and then at the end, you kind of show the before and after. Has that always been the format? How does that? No, it hasn't
0: always been the format. So right when I got started, I just kind of did, you know, I started just immediately working on the lawn and just like normal, you know, cut to each section and I would just do a voiceover just kind of, of telling the story mm-hmm. and i i got a lot a lot of comments you know like oh like i want to see the homeowner's reaction mm, you know makes sense yeah spencer you're a star we want to see your face because <laughs> I, I wouldn't <laughs> even talk to the camera so it took about six months to kind of get my i'd say six months to a year to kind of get my style down kind of sure. my format down like you know now i'm i try to get the natural interactions of of the homeowners or neighbors if i'm doing a, a vacant property mm-hmm. uh, just because people like seeing just from like start to end like how i even find the properties right. how i'm like how i'm even talking to the homeowner about it and then i get on my green screen now just yeah. a little overlay of the video just to do my just to tell the story a little bit so that people kind of know what's going on with the home
1: yeah for sure so speaking of that how do you find the people you know for
0: oh man my 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 wife and I drive around up and down every single street in every area of Wichita, probably uh, I'd say like five, five to 10 hours a week.
1: That's amazing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So we'll, we'll just drive around and jot down everyone that needs it real bad. And then we'll go back to the worst ones and knock on those doors first. Yeah. Yeah.
1: How many people, I guess, what's the I don't know, percentage or ratio of people that say yes versus people that are like, no, I'm good?
0: Yeah, almost almost everybody says yes. Okay, I would uh, imagine, but... Yes, I mean, I I do tell everybody that I record for social media yeah. and stuff. And so, you know, some people are a little bit iffy about that, but um, usually people are, are are fine with it. It's, it's the pressure washing that I've had that people are like, no, that's weird, like, get away from me. And really? I think it's because the city's not going to come after you for pressure washing Okay, that's or your neighbors aren't going to come after you for that. It'll be, you know, if you've got five, six feet tall grass, like you're you're going to start getting fined and leans on your house and stuff.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. And I guess, yeah, if if their yard's bad enough that you're stopping, they're probably going to say yes (laughs) because they don't want to do it themselves. Um, Tell me the story about Mark Eden.
0: Yes, Mark Eden. So I came across this home, Grass was super overgrown, you know, driveway, the cracks were, like, overtaking the the driveway. And, you know, I I was a, a little bit sketched out at first because the door was open and, like, I didn't know if, like, it was vacant or sure whatever. So I just went up and, like, peeked in and he was sitting there on his couch. And um, that interaction's in, in my first video I put yeah, out yeah. with him. And I'm like, hey, you know, can I, you know, mow your yard for free? And, you know, he was super excited and he said yeah he uh, one line that he said that a lot of people uh still talk about is i don't give a hoot or a toot you know if yeah, if, yeah. if you come back the next day because you don't have your equipment right now so i came back the next day and i cleaned it up and i talked to him a bunch off camera and you know he was saying yeah he's a veteran and stuff and um he he leaves his door and his windows open because he can't afford electricity and he doesn't even have water or anything mm-hmm. like he can't afford his utilities so i'm like Man, dude, that's crazy! Like yeah. you're a disabled, you're a disabled veteran. You don't have electricity. You don't have water. You just don't have your basic utilities. Right. And uh, so I thought, you know, this this is a really cool story. I think people would be willing to help out. So I, I started GoFundMe and told people I'd match the first five hundred bucks or a thousand bucks or sure. whatever. And yeah, within within a day we hit our ten thousand dollar goal. That's incredible! So, yeah. Yeah, I, I got to go back that week and give him ten k in cash.
1: Oh my god! And then yeah.
0: his backyard was a mess too, and I didn't have time to do it that first day that I was there. So yeah. I, I, told him I'd like to take care of that too. So I did that that day as awesome. well. And Yeah, Kate covered it. Uh, KWCH covered it. It was it was really cool.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I'll definitely link to that. I think people need to see that. But it's just such a cool interaction. Like so cool that you could bless somebody that that served our country that should not be in this position. Yeah. Kind of get them back on their feet a little
0: bit. That's yeah, I cool. was very blessed to be in that position to have that. Kind of following to be able to even like ask people for that because like a lot of people, you know, could post on their personal pages and you know they might get 20 bucks, right? Right, but yeah, I got ten thousand dollars in a day, which was crazy. That's I incredible. think, I think my biggest donation was like 500 bucks from one person. That's amazing. Yeah, is how
1: big was your following then? Do you remember? I guess, how long ago was this one?
0: That was almost a year ago. Okay. Uh, my following then it wasn't near the following I have now, it was like Uh, I think overall, maybe like I had a million between all my channels and now I've got like 23 million. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Wow. Um, Are people confused when you offer to do it for free? Like what's the catch? Like, are you going to come back and get me for something or do they, I guess now some people start to recognize you, but.
0: Yeah. So actually I don't get a lot of people recognize me when I knock on their door. I've, I've had a few, but a lot of people don't. Which is weird because, you know, I can just walk into Walmart and people are like, hey, I love your videos. I love your videos. I'm like, thanks. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so people are very skeptical at first. They think I'm going to end up charging them or end up, you know, putting a lien on their house or something. And a lot of people still don't understand why I'm able to do it for free for them. I even tell them, like, yeah, you know, I make, you know, I'm able to make revenue off the the ads that are on the videos and I can do it for free for you. Like, so... A lot of people still can't wrap their heads around it, so I, I just try to say, you know, once a week I I do it for free, and I'm I just do it to get some social media content. Yeah, is that cool if I do it? Yeah, and yeah. you usually people are, are pretty cool about it. So,
1: and I imagine a lot of that's like age, right? Yeah, I mean, think I think, it is I think age. most people our age would be like, okay, I get it. Like, yeah, yeah. That's, everybody and their dog wants to be an influencer or yeah. like social <laughs> content creator, but that's yeah, that's cool. Yeah, um, what is the like the craziest story of like people or you approaching people like people getting angry or what do you have any crazy stories like that
0: oh yeah so the one that probably scared me the most <laughs> i was doing a, a a vacant house in emporia actually because my my wife's sister goes to emporia so while we were there i'm like let's drive around see if yeah, there's any yeah. good houses i can drive sure. back up here for so w- we found two or three houses and one of them was vacant you know there's a padlock on the door like yeah. it was it was so overgrown. You couldn't even see the front porch. Mm-hmm. So I spoke with the next door neighbor and she's like, oh yeah, you know, I think someone comes by and like turns on the car that's in the back like once every other month or something, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, it'd be awesome if you could just clean it up at right. least for yeah. us, you know, make it look better for the neighborhood. And so I came back the next day and got started. Well, it turns out a, a different neighbor knew the homeowner mm. and called them up Is like, hey, someone's over here mowing your yard. Like, sure. like you better get out here. And so I was just cleaning up the sidewalks at that point and, and someone pulled up and he got out. He's like, what the heck's going on here? Like, like he was, he was, he, I Fired mean, up. I wouldn't say he was like really mad at first, but he was a little bit angry. Like sure. he he probably thought I was the city or something. And I'm like, yeah, like I'm not the city. You know, I just do this for free. I'm not charging you. Like I was, I was like, like my heart was pounding, oh, yeah. dude. Oh, yeah. And so, uh, he was, he was super nice and understanding Understanding it turned out to be his mom's house that passed away sure. a while ago, and he just um, he got con- he, he got ownership of the house, and he had some medical issues too, so he right. wasn't really able to keep up with it. He came in mode every now and again, but um, I kind of walked through. I'm like, yeah, do you want these bushes trimmed? Like, like mm-hmm. what, what can I help you with? So yeah, I I was able to help him out. It it turned out to be a good interaction. Yeah, again. for sure,
1: and so. it makes for a good story, especially for YouTube and stuff. There's a little drama, you know. Helps yeah. Out a little bit, so. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: <laughs> Um,
1: what's the, is it, what's the worst property that you've ever helped out with? Or, or are there any that are too far gone that you're like, I'm not touching that.
0: There are some that are too far gone. Um, and those are ones where it's not even a yard anymore. It's more like there's so many volunteer trees Mm. that you just have to take a chainsaw to the whole thing. Sure. And it's going to end up growing back the next year. Right. So. A lot of those I don't do. Um, I don't find those often. But the craziest one I have done, um, probably it's uh, – let's change that word. The hardest (laughs) one I ever done was the second one that I did. Um, The edges were so overgrown onto the sidewalk that every, like, shovel full of dirt and sod that I was taking probably weighed 50 pounds. Oh, I bet. And I was bagging it up, too. Mm -hmm. So I could put about, you know, two – two scoops full in, in the bag, take the bag out.
1: Right, so many bags. Drag yeah. it away, Drag
0: I had so many bags and they all were so heavy. And um, this is when I was doing it in the evenings too. So I was like...
1: Took, take you forever. Yeah. yeah,
0: I was like... I specifically remember um, when I started that I was like... It was just super hard. I was in the evenings. I'm like, all right, I already started this. I got to finish this. And so I was just telling, like, it, just tell myself in my head over and over. I'm like, Spencer, it'll be worth it. Like, like just mm-hmm. keep going. Like, I want to quit so bad oh, every bet. evening. And you know, every ten minutes, I'd be having to take a break because it was just so much labor. Oh so my gosh, I bet that was the craziest, like, labor-wise and like hard for me. But you know, I've done ones where you know the grass is probably ten feet tall, and it it looks crazy. But you know. I've got a riding lawn mower, so it's, um, shout out to hustler. Yep. They hooked me up with some awesome mowers. Uh, <laughs> but it's a lot easier mowing super tall grass cause the machine does all the work for me. So
1: for sure. And it, it looks, it's like probably the most drastic, like
0: yeah. visually
1: the most drastic for the video. Too. Oh, it is. Yeah. yeah cause it's like, like a forest. Yeah, yeah. You're
0: just pushing it down with the mower and it just like disappears into dust. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. That's cool. Um, so how do you split your time? Are you running the day-to-day of SB mowing and then you have the channels like on the side or how do you split up your day? How do you approach that?
0: So um, my this is the first year. So last year I I still had my employees for my mowing business. This year is the first time that I completely, I gave my brother a really good price on the equipment and the, cause he he was an employee for me for like four or five years. Sure. So he, he was my main guy. I'm like, hey, um, you know, I don't want to give this stuff to you for free. Like I want you to like have to work for it. Sure. And this is stuff I've worked for for my whole life. Yep. So I'm like, I'll give you this really freaking good prize <laughs> right. for all this equipment. And then I'll also give you the clients with it. And so he ended up uh, buying it, the equipment and the clients from me this year. Nice. And he's, he's just kind of taken over that part of the business. So I'm hundred percent social media now. Wow. Uh, which is super cool. I'm really blessed to be able to do it. And I, uh, so workflow wise, my wife and i usually go out once a week and we scout around mm-hmm. uh, drive around every street write down addresses knock on doors get interactions and stuff sure and then that week i usually i try to do two to three yards a week mm-hmm. um, i try to get ahead yeah because there's weeks that you know we, we move this year so you know there's a week or two where yep. it was yep. just so busy i didn't yep. want to mow and just you know if we ever go on vacation or want to do something I want, you know, to consistently post. Or or, or if it rains a lot, I want to consistently post but not have to be like like caught by my neck saying, Oh, you gotta get out there and do a lawn if you to get a video. Videos
1: going out on Friday, I need to
0: Yeah. So I I try to get two to three videos done a week, um, which wears me out. Usually two two lawns wears me out in a week. And so those take, you know, a full day each. And then I get home usually in the evenings. I'm answering emails, I'm um, editing videos, and I am taking down or putting in copyright requests because there have been.
1: I was about to ask about a, copyright stuff. Yeah,
0: there's been a huge problem with copyright. And we, we can get into that after yeah, this. Yeah. But my wife also helps me full time now. Once we got married, that's awesome. Um, she went full time with me. So she's editing the main videos, she's doing kind of behind the scenes stuff um, she helps out a ton. I couldn't do it without her. So it's, <laughs> it's definitely makes my life easier having her help me. And so it's just us. It's just a little you know, family That's thing cool, going yeah. on. So it's, it's, it's really cool.
1: Yeah. I was going to ask like, if you were doing the editing or if you outsourced it or anything, have you considered like outsourcing like a third party or do you just want to keep it you and your wife for now and keep it small?
0: I've considered it, but I think it's, it's just going to stay my wife and I, yeah. you know, we can keep up with it. And I'm very, very picky about how the videos come out yeah. and how the editing's done sure. like i want to make the best video possible and i've had some friends that you know hired out to other people and like immediately i could see a decline in their videos sure so i'm i'm sure i could find an editor and work with them to get it the, the editing exactly how i want it yeah but for now we're keeping it with my wife and i and uh so she edits the main videos yeah. like, like the long form mm-hmm. videos and then afterwards like in the evenings I'll I'll take it over. I'll add like my I'll do the green screens, like the voiceovers, I'll kind of review the videos and like change some stuff, add some stuff. And then I go through and I change the videos for every single platform cuz you know, Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok, yeah. Facebook, yep, Twitter. Oh, they, they all want their different like like lengths of videos, ratios, ratios yeah, no. the size of the video and you know, they all have either follow or subscribe. So I kind of change up my voiceovers to say follow uh, or subscribe. Go, yeah. I
1: think that's more than a lot of people do. Like, I I post a little bit. I, Instagram's kind of our main mm-hmm. page as far as social goes. Um, and like I'll just kind of repost the video. But you're going like that extra step and making it like unique, which I know the platforms mm-hmm. want. So that probably does help distribution. Then too. it does help. Yeah. yeah,
0: and so that's that's what I do as well. Huh. And then. I'm I'm the one that's doing all the uploading and yeah. scheduling out and stuff. Sure, so,
1: yeah, You're like the Mr. Beast of lawn care.
0: <laughs> that's what people have said.
1: <laughs> that's awesome. Um, do you have a favorite platform to work, like work on or work with?
0: Um, YouTube is very. I mean, that's what I started with. So that's what I love the most. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's they've been doing it the longest too. So they uh, they their platform is made the best and it has the least amount of bugs yeah and it's it's really nice you know Facebook and Instagram it's okay yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's got quite a bit of bugs that for sure but I post on it anyway but yeah yeah YouTube I like I like doing it it seems like a lot of people in the Wichita area watch me on Facebook yeah and Facebook is actually my biggest following now I saw that Yeah, so, that's cool yeah um, yeah Facebook is super cool just because of that but like actual like working on the platform. Sure. It's not fun.
1: <laughs> um, do you post on Twitter?
0: I do post on Twitter, but I don't have any luck on Twitter. <laughs>
1: so I, I'd be curious. Like if you, do you do like the short clips or what do you do on Twitter right now?
0: Yeah, I do like three to five minute videos. So okay. like, um, yeah, so yeah kind of what I do. I post my long form videos every Friday and then like six months later I repost a short form of that. Oh, one. nice.
1: I'm just curious. Cause I know, um, on Twitter, they just rolled out like the or I guess X now, yeah. the monetization stuff. So I'd be curious. I like, did see that. Yeah.
0: I, I'm not even close to being able to apply okay. for it. Okay. So I've got uh, like a thousand followers.
1: Gotcha. I didn't know what the numbers were. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah, right. I think you
0: need 15 million impressions Oh wow. Okay. in a month to be able to apply, to be monetized on Twitter. I'm sure. not, I'm nowhere near that sure. on Twitter. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah.
1: I was just curious. Um, so I guess we could talk about, yeah, let's just hop into like the social media and video in general. So yeah. YouTube, I just pulled this right before this, so hopefully he's right. But uh, 1.43 million. Uh, Facebook eight point four million followers, Instagram about a million, TikTok six point nine million, and then your Twitter is slacking a little bit, but we'll throw that in there yeah. too. Yeah, <laughs> extra like thousand. <laughs> <laughs> but that's incredible. That's and that's you started. I think you said August of twenty one. Yep. So almost two years now, or I guess it is August. Two It'll years be two now, yeah.
0: years on the 31st wow, is when I post my first so video.
1: Zero to 23 million overall followers
0: in two years. Yep. So I include uh, pressure washing for my 23 okay. million. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Two that's, years.
1: That's incredible. Um, yeah. And so I guess while we're at it, so you have the main SB Mowing channel and now you have pressure washing. When did you start that? What's the story behind that one?
0: I started pressure washing ab- about a year ago. Um, one reason I started that is because I thought it would be an easy way to just kind of get a second channel going and, and just kind of do something else and also you know when you go into social media full-time it's really scary because you don't know how much you're going to make every month you don't know if they're going to demonetize your videos shut you You down, don't know if man. yeah if you're going to be banned off their platform and, and you're like kind of screwed so i kind of want some diversity as Absolutely. well and i'm like i think this kind of fits into what i can do and so my wife and i it's it's really nice because we travel twice a year either arkansas or texas because their driveways get really bad down mm. there from the humidity just for the
1: just for video yes just,
0: just for pressure washing wow so we'll we'll travel down there for two weeks twice a year wow. um so two weeks usually in the fall once the mowing season slows down yeah. and two weeks in the spring before it picks back up and we'll get a full year's worth of videos there. that's
1: incredible that's so smart
0: yeah so the videos that are going out now a lot of people don't know i filmed those in march
1: wow that's amazing yeah that is such a good idea um and you can't really i mean how many pressure how many yard or i guess driveways or whatever
0: can you do? I can do about two a day okay. and they're not physically taxing. Like, right. Money. I was about to
1: say like, yeah, picking up the 50
0: pound sod yeah. and wearing <laughs> yourself out. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot easier.
1: <laughs> so I guess, so you did pressure washing. Have you thought of, are there other kind of adjacent verticals you've thought about going into or any that are, I guess, not in wraps, but.
0: There's not like super close ones, but I, I I do have some channel ideas that I won't be revealing sure. right now, but uh, that I want to try this winter because um, now that like we're kind of full time at it, yeah, winter's a lot slower because yeah. you know we're we're working so hard during the summer to save up winter content. Yep. we might travel one, once or twice this winter to get mowing content, but but we'll have a lot of off time where we'll be either traveling or starting this new channel that I'm yeah. talking about. So yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'll keep you in the loop once I post for my sure. first video. Sure, appreciate <laughs> that. Yeah,
1: get get the scoop over here. Um, how do you stay organized? Because there's a lot. Like, how do you know? I mean. I don't know if you guys have like a good system to stay organized between your, you and your wife or like, I know I have videos, four videos out. Like how do you stay organized with everything?
0: Yeah. So, um, initially, you know, when I do a video, I take the SD card out of my camera after I'm done filming. Uh, my wife has a little four terabyte, um, SSD drive, which Mm. are, if people know what SSDs are, they're real fast, hard drives. Sure, It's not an actual disc spinning in there. So it's, it's super fast. So I transfer, my footage over to her drive she edits the main video usually that day or the next day and then she's like hey i'm done with it then we'll transfer that over to my drive i'll do all my stuff yeah and then i've got this this big list on my wall with all my all the the platforms and then all the videos Mm -hmm. and then i have dates for each one on like when it's supposed to go out on each platform yeah and i just you know once i get done with the video i Schedule it up according to the dates that it says that right. I, you know, preset. I, I spent like a whole day on that, oh, like bet, figuring yeah. out what dates for every platform for every video. And then I'll just take a green highlighter and highlight it off, and we're good with that video. And then I love that. That's awesome. I've got like, I think like 40 terabytes of storage right now that I I, I save all my footage on too. Mm-hmm. So I've, I, I've just got four terabyte hard drives right now. I'm going to upgrade kind of a good backup system soon because I, sure. I need it now.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's super cool. Um. You've mentioned it before, but I wanna talk about it a little bit before we get some of the other questions, but copyright stuff, what's the issue lately with that?
0: Yeah, so a bunch of people, I don't know from where, I think a lot of them are from other countries. Mm. They see that they can just start a fake page or a fan page or whatever and just down rip all my content off of my TikTok or my YouTube and just repost it on there. And they'll pretend to be me and they'll even ask people, like one even made a Cash App S.B. and Cash App because oh I gosh, never made yeah. one. Right, so okay. it was just literally my name, SBMO and Cash App and had in their bio, uh, you know, if you want to help out. You sure. Know, you know, and they were probably um, getting some then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. They're getting a lot from it, I bet, because th- they had a couple of videos of my videos go viral before I caught it. So I'm, I'm sure they. Got where did a it go?
1: Money. Where Was it a specific platform or that they were going viral on?
0: That one was TikTok. Okay. Yeah. Uh, TikTok. Facebook is really bad, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, YouTube isn't bad at all. YouTube has done really well. If, They're
1: usually like if you're copyright, like it takes it shuts it down pretty quick, right? Yeah, usually
0: they catch it right away yeah. and, and they and they take it down automatically. Yeah. or they just don't let them upload it. Mm-hmm. So uh, Facebook is really bad. There's if if you look up SB mowing on Facebook or TikTok, you know there's. 30, 40, 50 accounts with my logo, with my name. They're all slightly different, like SB Mowing Fan, SB Mowing One, SB Mowing Two. Yeah, whatever. And they just take my stuff and they just literally rip it off, like upload it completely. And yeah, like I get, like these people in other countries, they're, you know, it's probably a lot of money that they're making for them. And even if they're just building these platforms, I've seen some of them where I, where I take the videos down and now they've got 50,000 followers and they start, you know, posting memes and stuff and like different stuff like that. Yeah. So like they gain their following yeah, with, yeah. with my content yep, pretending yep. to be me. So that's something I've struggled with a lot. I've, a lot of guys don't deal with it, Yeah. but I do. Yeah. I, I, I kind of take it personally. I'm like, dude, that's my hard work. Like, yeah. like you can't pretend to be me. Like, come on. And yeah. so I, uh, Pretty much every evening I sit down for 30 minutes to an hour and I'm taking videos down.
1: That's crazy, so uh, what, what is that process? Is it like, it flags it that it's copyright or are you just going to their pages because you didn't even get a notification, you're
0: just so finding them? Facebook has a thing called Rights Manager okay. where they can tell if anything that you've uploaded gets added to your like reference library mm. and it will detect if anything, like even 1% of it matches your video, Wow, which is really nice. But you have to go through manually, click each one to take it down. Which takes a long time, especially when there is a couple hundred videos that get uploaded every day. Right. And then TikTok doesn't have any any detection. So I just um, either search up SB mowing or I get um, like my account added in a lot of the videos, like hey, at SB mowing, this is like fake. Like this right, is someone right, stealing right. your content. So I go through and I have to actually copy every link for every single video. Oh my gosh. And put it into a list and send in copyright reports. I wonder if
1: that's something you could outsource.
0: I think it would be like an
1: assistant just to do that for assistant, because that could
0: save you five or ten hours a week. Then not having to yeah, your, I think I will eventually. At least for the TikTok, for the Facebook, it, it's harder because I have to give somebody like my credentials to get into my yeah, so maybe not account. Yeah. So Facebook would be tough, but TikTok probably I could. That might be a good idea. Yeah, take a little
1: bit of something off your plate. That's
0: something I've had an an idea that I need to do. I just yeah, have for sure. Yet. That's the <laughs> hardest part. It's like. I could save myself so much
1: time if I just hired somebody. This isn't stuff I have to do. It's like, this is like, I just do it because I don't want to hand it off yet.
0: Yeah, Uh, I was just reading something. I forget who said it. I'm sure somebody will know that's listening to this. Um, If you can um, outsource something... To somebody and they can do it 70% as well as you can, mm. then you should do it. That's a good
1: rule of thumb. And I need to apply that to what I do. Yeah, <laughs>
0: same. I need to as well. I'm so bad
1: about that. Uh, that's funny. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm currently a full-time engineer at Coke still. So oh, cool. I do the witch life stuff with the podcast and our newsletter and stuff on the side. So yeah, it's like, there's a lot of stuff I need to save <laughs> yeah. some time. And we've got a couple kids. There are a few kids now. And yeah, <laughs> so I could definitely use that advice. Um, you mentioned hustler provided you with some lawn stuff. Do you, as when they're sponsors, are they just providing the gear or is there like a monetary sponsorship as well?
0: So some, some people just start out with the gear. Um, I was able to work out a deal with Hustler where, um, and um, a company called Mariama now. They're like my handheld equipment, so like trimmers, sure. edgers, blowers. Um, it's called Mariama, they're a small company uh, based out of Japan. Um, but yeah, they make some awesome equipment too. But yeah, so basically I get, Equipment for free, and then they pay me a stipend for the year to awesome to yeah. run their stuff, which really helps me out. It helps me keep doing it full time. Yeah, so. for sure. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I was gonna ask before I found out. I didn't realize you were doing the social media stuff full time, but like breakdown wise, is most of the the income coming from ad revenue or like deals like that, or where it's what's kind of the breakdown? You don't have to give
0: specifics yeah. Most of it, most of it comes from ad revenue. Yeah. Um, sponsors are a good boost to it, and they it helps out a lot because like, first off, like if I do have to go buy a mower, you know, yeah. mowers I buy are, or, or would need are, you know, $10,000. Right. And so it's, it's nice being able to get real nice equipment. And then also just kind of that little extra cushion on top of it. Cause That's like, nice, yeah. as I said, I, I, I don't know if YouTube will ever shut me down it's or a roller coaster, Yeah. Yeah. Or if, you know, a month will be real bad and, you know, I'll, I'll, yeah, you know, won't make very much. Yeah, so. <laughs> no, I,
1: I completely get that. Yeah, because uh, which show I've started is just an Instagram account, just for fun to highlight mm-hmm. kind of cool stuff around town. And it's kind of grown, like the next year did a podcast, a couple years later started the newsletter, but it was like, I always kind of knew I wanted to do something like that to highlight Wichita full time. But I was like, I'm not going to quit to be an influencer on Instagram. Like, again, same thing. I'm like, if it gets shut down tomorrow, I'm just out of luck then. Yeah. So I'm like, that's why I kind of tried to diversify to other platforms, to the newsletter, kind of build up email subscribers, all that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah. And what a lot of people, unless you're an influencer, like don't understand is that know if you're not getting views you're not you're not making any income so like it's it at least for me it's it's gotten a lot more consistent income wise and view wise for me in the past six months so in yeah in 2023 but like the first like year and a half of doing it it was tough oh it was scary i bet like i'm like i like i i'd have a you know a really slow month i'm like I hope this picks back up. man. Yeah, yeah. Especially
1: like once your wife takes the plunge too. Like you, yeah, it's like exactly. you're not you're not just providing for yourself. You got a family now. And yep. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I get it completely. Um, so twenty three ish million across everything, mm-hmm. but you don't publish your last name. So privacy stuff. How do you how do you kind of approach? It? How do you feel about that? But also people recognize you. So like, how do you balance all of that?
0: Yeah. So a big thing about the privacy thing is that I started SB mowing llc at when i was living at my parents house you know the actual mowing mm-hmm. business and so on public record you know people found my parents house and were like sending them stuff and like they were kind of getting freaked out like we don't know who these people are and it it wasn't anything bad but it could be bad you never know yeah so um and like people would send me like gatorade in the mail i'm like dude i don't know what happened to this gatorade right. like i'm not gonna drink this like that's really nice yeah but like yeah like, like my mom always told me not to, like, eat the open Halloween candy. Yeah, exactly. You know? Don't so. take candy from the man. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, I, I forgot what I was saying. Um, yeah, okay. People find your parents' address. Yeah, and, yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. So, privacy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and, like, people just finding where I live. And I haven't had it happen to me yet, but I've had some friends in the social media space where people show up at their house and knock on their door and you know they watch them all the time so they feel like they're like best friends with like them the
1: parasocial deal yeah
0: yeah but like like i don't know who a lot of these people are or like i don't i don't know if they have bad intentions or good intentions or i i've had people that are like really jealous of the following that i have mm-hmm. and so i don't know if people like that are showing up to or trying to show up to my house right so yeah i try to keep my last name private um you know i i, I keep my address private my house isn't even in my name so Smart. stuff like that. And then I've there's like when you go sign up for like a credit card or like get a credit report ran or even give your information to any company, it gets sold to data brokers. For like, sure. They, yeah. There's a like, e- even if they say every single one of them, yeah. even if they say they're not going to, when those terms and conditions that you check the box at the bottom that are 30 pages long, yep. they all say they're going to sell your information mm-hmm. and they make a ton of money off of it. And so your information gets sold to data brokers and then those data brokers go sell to a bunch of people online and there's like ones like i'm not going to say the the names of the websites so that people just can't go stalk on people but there's websites where you can just go look up someone's name and put in the city and literally figure out all their relatives, all their addresses, their past addresses, yeah, that's scary. their, their phone numbers, their names, who like exactly who they're related to, like, not just relatives, like their wife is this person, their kid is this person, their dad is this that's person. Scary, yeah, And so um, actually, a sponsor that, that I got sponsored by is called aura. And I'm not trying to plug just sure. Just no, to plug. You're good, yeah. But um, it was actually a really perfect sponsor for me at the time, because they uh, you like Put your give them your information and, mm-hmm. and they'll go and like opt out of all of these data brokers like online because yeah. there's hundreds, like thousands of these websites that mm-hmm. that keep your information and they'll go and like actually opt out of it for you. So that was a really natural uh, sponsorship or integration for me because I had a lot of trouble with that at first. Right, and
1: it's something you'd never think of that. Like needing is that as a sponsor or something, but it is a perfect fit. So that works out well. Yeah,
0: yep. and And yeah, privacy... Uh, you never think about that until you start getting a lot of followers. Like like when I first started, I'm like, sure, I'm Spencer, you know, whatever. Sure. Like I've definitely set my name for it. I've taken those videos down. Yeah. But um, yeah, just being careful. <laughs> well, it's like if you have
1: 100 followers and it's like, let's say, I don't know, 0.01% of people are crazy. Yeah. Go to 23 million, 0.01%, a few thousand people that are crazy enough to go do something stupid or mm-hmm. scary. and so, Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I'm just trying to stay safe. That's all I'm trying yeah, to no, do. I, I, I'm glad you do. I know That's most people idea. wouldn't, you know, wouldn't do anything harmful or even, you know, yeah, no harmful intentions at all. But yeah, those those few scare yeah. me. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so,
1: um, you mentioned people like jealous of your stuff. Do you? I mean, have you? Do you get comments about like how fast you grow, grew, or like how does that kind of present itself?
0: I I have gotten comments about how fast I grew. Um, No, no negative ones. Um, But, yeah, there's. I think there's. um, You know, there's a lot of people that get. I think get jealous of my my success on social media, and you know, there's always hater comments and stuff. Always, yeah. But there's people like, oh, like you're not actually doing this for free. You're making money. It's like, well, I am doing it for free for people that need it. Like I'm not charging people. It's it's a win-win, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I literally have the best business model. Like. (laughs) I'm helping people like <clears> free of charge to them like that really really need help with like their grass. Sure. And I'm just making a video out of it and getting paid from massive corporations like Google and they Facebook. They don't
1: need the extra money. <laughs> they don't need the
0: extra money. And so like it's literally like I tell people I have the best business model in the world, but there's still people that are, you know, I don't even look at those comments anymore. So Yeah, it's not worth it. There's there's friends of mine and even me at one point that kind of, you know, get a little bit depressed from that, like from the hater comments yeah, yeah, or from people kind of beating them down because of what they're doing. But, um, you know, I've just, at this point, I just look past, it. I don't even, sure. I don't even read them anymore. Yeah, that makes sense. Um,
1: so you mentioned also some friends at like YouTube channels and you shouted out a couple of the, like the lawn care, lawn care y- YouTubers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's super cool. Um, I guess, did you just like naturally, like as you grow, kind of like they reach out, you reach out, you kind of chat. Like how are, you, how are you friends with all these YouTuber guys?
0: Yeah, so first off, they were like inspirations of mine. Like, yeah. like I watch their videos all the time. So they're a big inspiration for me to get started. And then the first month when I when I had that video on YouTube go super viral, uh, long hair juggernaut was the biggest um, at the time. Mm-hmm. Like he was, I mean, he, he started the trend of doing it for free for people and help sure. people out and he was way bigger than everybody. Yeah. And I mean he's he still got a massive following. I think he's got 7 or 800,000 on one channel on YouTube yeah. and like 400,000 on the other. And so he um he just left a voice message on my, on my phone one day. <laughs> Cause I mean, I still have my business like listing up. Oh, so you just found your phone number. Yeah. Yeah. Which I've got that phone number changed to like a business phone number Smart. that I don't really deal Smart. with. But yeah, it, it, it was my personal number and he left a message and you know I've been watching this guy for like a year yeah, or two. And, super cool. It's like your hero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, dude, this guy just left me a message. No way. So I, I called him. He's like, dude, I saw you going viral. Like, congrats. That's super cool. And, uh, he ended up there's this big expo it's called the exposition that mm-hmm. a bunch of a bunch of the lawn care guys are on the nation it's, especially yeah. the social media guys but a bunch of other just normal lawn care business yeah. owners go to every year and it's in uh it's in louisville kentucky and he invited me to go he's like hey like i'm in tulsa you're in wichita you know i've got a guy in wichita i'm friends with that's driving down to tulsa and we're gonna head up to oh cool that's there. awesome yeah. so so i i met up with his friend who's now a really good friend of mine adam Devine, and he uh we drove down to Wichita and then, you know, I met him and we went and spent a, a week up at in Louisville at this expo. And we've been really, really good friends since. He's he's one of my best cool. friends. So it's it's been super cool. And you guys
1: are probably like gods there when you go. And like <laughs> everybody knows you there. <laughs>
0: Everyone does know us. But um, yeah, so that's how I met him. So okay, cool. that, that was the first kind of guy that I met. And then, you know, through the Equip Exposition, I met a lot of people. And then also just uh, people reaching out to me like, "Hey, you know, let's let's have a phone call." Like it's yeah. it's really nice talking to other you know influencers. Sure, just because they kind of get it. Yeah. So.
1: Oh well, yeah, and it's like how many? There's five other people that probably yeah. make a living full time off one care stuff. Right? So it's cool to offer content. <laughs> Um, has that kind of outside, I was going to ask if you went to like expos or like VidCon, I don't even know what all there is, that kind of stuff. But has that, um, I guess circle of like YouTuber influencer stuff gone beyond lawn care or is it mostly like in the industry or is it like,
0: it has gone beyond lawn care a little bit. Um, you know, let me check my phone. I didn't know if this video was going up today, but there's a massive influencer, like, like Mr. Beast level and everybody knows who he is and he's got like a hundred million followers on TikTok. Uh, he reached out to me and he's like, hey, I love what you're doing. Let's do a video. Amazing. So he flew down here like a month ago. No and, way. And I'm not going to say the name yet because yeah. I, I want the video to go up. I don't have you reception can, You here. can tell me off screen. But uh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah I'll tell you after <laughs> we're done here. But yeah, the video should go up soon. But he came and, and helped me with a lawn and did a, one of his little videos in his style that he yeah. does. It was super cool. Like he's like, crazy famous like (laughs) well congratulations thank you yeah Yeah. so so yeah he flew down and we hung out for an entire day and it it was it was really cool so but he he actually recommended i go to um this thing it it changes locations every year but it's called creator summit yeah i've heard of it yeah and it's just you know just creators go and yeah like they're the only people that are allowed. There's no fans allowed. That's perfect. Yeah. And um, yeah, they just go and they just spend a couple of days just talking to everyone. Very just cool. Just hanging out with everybody. So That's yeah. amazing.
1: So you do, I was going to ask if you do like collaborations type stuff with other people. That's great.
0: Yeah. I've done cl- a lot, a, a few collabs with different lawn care guys. And he's the only collab I've done like with someone that's like not lawn Outside. care.
1: Outside. Have you? Or I don't know him, and I've watched some of his stuff, but he's also in Wichita. But are you familiar with Hoobie's Garage?
0: Yeah, I've so he he was one of the first kind of bigger YouTubers in Wichita. Yeah, I think because
1: he's, I mean, from what I know, really big, like mil, million millions. I don't. Yeah,
0: know I don't know how big he is, but yeah. I I have watched some of his stuff. I haven't talked to him though. So I wonder if
1: that would be like an easy collab being in, in
0: yeah. town and stuff. So it could be really cool. I need to reach out to him because I've never. I've never talked to him, but yeah, I have watched his stuff, yeah. and and I watched his stuff quite a bit before I even started YouTube. So it's
1: honestly kind of incredible because I mean, there's you, Hoovy, um, there's a kid he grew up in Augusta, but uh, Tanner Brongart, Yep, I does know, all the flips and do stuff. You know him?
0: Yep. Okay. So he's he's really good friends with my my bre- my best friend's brother. Oh, cool. Okay. So, so it's like
1: through a great bond. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. So he's he he's really big. He's really big. Okay. Yeah. He's got like five million or something on. I YouTube. think the first
1: I maybe splurred or something. He was in there like. I don't know, a few years ago. And yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, he's like huge. And then I kind of like would check in and I'm like, oh, he just bought a house that belonged to one of my friends that was pretty wealthy growing up. And I'm like, oh, he just moved to LA. Oh, he just moved back. I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. Like, yeah. yeah.
0: And then, uh, there's also got, he's not Wichita, but he's, uh, he's in Kansas. I don't know where he owns a farm somewhere, but it's called yeah. Project Farm. i heard
1: about that. I haven't watched it. I'm yeah, about, he's yeah.
0: He's got a couple million followers and he, he, he just does like, uh, very scientific at home, like reviews on tools and cool, like yeah. stuff like that. I watch him all the time. I think that would be a super cool club. He's like a really,
1: you should. And it's, it fits yeah. farm lawn care. Have you thought about, um, I don't know another like third party channel and maybe you have already, but it's like, I don't know, like equipment reviews or something like that.
0: Yeah. That's, that's, a great transition. I, I actually just started oh, perfect. a new one. It's called SB Business. It's
1: like you told me that, but we did not talk about that. No, we didn't.
0: <laughs> no. And um, it's, it's called SB Business. And it's, it's it's just kind of all my business side stuff, like my equipment or like behind the scenes or just whatever I want to post. Um, I haven't posted on it in a couple weeks, but like yeah. the first week I post like four or five videos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's up to like, I think like 10,000 followers or yeah, something. Yeah, so yeah. Pretty cool.
1: So if somebody was starting a YouTube channel, uh, I mean, I don't, you did not get lucky by any means, but it's like you got success right off the bat.
0: Yeah, there's uh, there's definitely luck involved. Uh, yeah.
1: I guess, are there any like growth hacks or tips that you would have for people that want to get started on YouTube?
0: Yeah, on um, focus on obviously making good videos. You know, so post, post consistently, post consistent good videos. Don't post, you know, if, if you need to get a video on Friday and it's Thursday evening and you just want to throw one together real quick, don't do that like spend your time making quality videos, you know, make sure when people like first click on it, like obviously your thumbnail and title are good to get people to click on it. But when people do click on it, like deliver on that thumbnail and title and like make it super interesting in the first 10 seconds so that people are like, Oh wow, I actually do want to watch this video and sure. they can sit like continue watching it. Cause a lot of people that reach out to me, that are like smaller YouTubers. They're like, Hey, can you like give some advice on my channel? I'm like, dude, I, like I just clicked on this video and like, it kind of sucks like like not, i didn't i'm not interested like yeah. i i wanted to click off it in the first 3 mm-hmm. seconds like it it just wasn't interesting so like actually just spending time like i probably spend i'd say 40 hours of video total like like between my wife and i we probably spend about 40 hours of video and i've noticed the more time i spend on videos whether i'm out in the field doing it cuz it's crazy or whether mm-hmm. i'm like editing it the more time i spend on it, the better i the better the video Interesting. does. Interesting. Direct correlation. Yeah. yeah. Direct correlation almost every time. And I I can tell when I don't like when I do a lawn that doesn't take me very long because it's not very bad and it doesn't take us very long to edit and stuff, it doesn't do well.
1: Sure. Yeah. Wow. So do you have a bar you like if you have you recorded one, edited it and you're like, "Okay, this sucks." Do you, you have like a graveyard yes.
0: <laughs> yes um i don't have a huge graveyard uh there is one recently i did i i flew out to savannah georgia to do a collab with a lawn care guy he's he's more on the business side of stuff like talking yeah. about bu- his business and stuff but we got talking became pretty good friends so i flew out there and we went and did three lawns in a day um to do uh l- like l- like free cleanups like like my style mm-hmm. and so um he you know is just not used to my style of recording. He's used to like making a quick TikTok and posting it. Yep, yep. So, uh we made that for those ones for YouTube and you know, he just like like he's like he runs his business and his you know, you got to get done with lawns quick and like to be moving on and making money. Mm-hmm. And so he was like like tearing through these yards. I'm like, "Wait, let me set the camera up and, yeah, and yeah. then you know, the, the, it was just like like super chaotic cuz he was he was mowing, I was edging and um it was just really chaotic and so i i chose to not upload that to youtube but i i was able to make some shorter cuts of that like like do it to like tiktok and facebook and all my other platforms but youtube's kind of my baby so that's i end up choosing not to upload it on there which sucks because you know that's he
1: offended by that like is there a conversation or anything yeah
0: i uh i called him i'm like hey like you know these videos you know they're they're not hitting my standards for YouTube. Yeah, and I I even told him that beforehand. I'm like, I'm super strict on my content. Good. So like, well, it's, you it's, preface it. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's got to be real good. But the the short videos turned out great, and like I was able to shout him out on those, good, and you know good. they got a couple million views. Perfect. So yeah, he was definitely understanding on that, which yeah. was cool.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, on the analytics side of things, uh, we briefly talked about it before, kind of off camera. But um, talk a little bit about analytics. What are some trends you've seen? Like where are a lot of your viewers coming from? That kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, so um, viewership-wise, every platform's different. I think um, YouTube, it's... So most of, most of my, I think like 10% of my viewers, which is the largest amount, comes from Texas, mm. which is cool. And then I think California, uh, watch, and then you know, all the other states. But I think about 75% in the US. Yeah. Um, I, I have a lot in uh, Great Britain, the UK, cool. um, Australia. You need to get um, some collabs
1: over there. Go mo like I don't know I don't know who's famous over there KSI or somebody no, <laughs> is your class.
0: that'd be pretty cool, <laughs> but yeah. So YouTube's like seventy percent male, thirty percent female. Facebook is like sixty percent female, forty percent male. Yeah. TikTok's like Super half and half. Yeah. And then even like each platform, like each platform has their different age range too. Like YouTube's like between eighteen and like or even like sixteen and thirty five year old males. Yep. TikTok's like younger for sure. Yeah. Like. 18 to 30 facebook's like 30 to like 60 yep. or 70 I imagine yeah and yeah it, they're just all different and that's also a good reason to get out on every platform and make sure you're like reusing your content on every platform cuz there's you know if if somebody like watches videos on youtube they're not going to watch videos on facebook right so like youtube like my youtube audience is very different from my facebook audience yeah. so I'm getting out to a lot more people and different people by posting on different platforms. Yeah.
1: Um, Okay, so getting into like the nitty gritty of like gear and like software. So like you mentioned you cut different sizes for the different platforms. Like what editing software do you use? And then like gear wise, camera wise, um, you mentioned, I think this is off screen, but you can talk about it. What kind of camera, how that's evolved from what you use now, that kind of stuff.
0: I just use, you know, one, one, uh, I use the same camera I started with. Uh, I use one, tripod with a gopro it's it's a dji version of gopro mm-hmm. but it's just a little action camera and that's all i use so like when people watch my videos i'm not using multiple cameras i'm mm-hmm. stopping the camera in between each cut and moving it and but, but i make it look like it's, is there a it's reason very you seamless. don't use there are a, so i've i've tried using multiple cameras yeah. and it's fine yeah um there's two reasons it's a little bit harder to edit
1: yeah i bet it is
0: um which isn't really the main reason the main reason is that I'm a lot more intentional Mm. with my shots with one camera. Yeah, I've used two cameras and I get lazy. I'm like, oh, you know, I
1: catching it all.
0: Yeah, I can set them up for this, you know, this big section and just do all this section, but it's it's not as good. Yeah. So yeah, just one camera. And then, editing wise, um, I have a MacBook Pro and I use uh, Final Cut Pro for it, which I like Final Cut Pro because you just you know you pay three hundred bucks for it once and you don't have to. Because there's other programs, there's free programs that are good, but there's other programs like Premiere Pro where you have to pay monthly for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. I just don't like that business model. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll, I'll pay for the one-time fee and never have to pay again. I'd rather just own oh, it. Oh, for
1: sure. Yeah, I get that. Um, let's see. So the next batch, actually, one, one other thing I just thought of. Um, so you've diversified over all the different platforms and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, have you thought of, and this is coming from a guy that writes a newsletter three times a week, but have you thought about like an email newsletter, like SB? News. I don't know what you'd call it, but whatever that is.
0: Yes. Um. It's it's going to be the SB scoop. Oh, there we go. Let's go. That's awesome. <laughs> um. I don't know how active I'll be on it. Yeah. But uh, I I am in the works of building a website that's going to have Perfect. You know, where people can sign up for a, a newsletter, and I, I think it'd be just be a little bit cooler to stay in touch, a little bit closer with my community that yeah. wants to be closer to me. Yep. Um, but I don't know what I'm going to do on the newsletter. I might just do like, oh, this is what my week looked like. <laughs> See, I, I
1: think that would be good. And I mean, even if it's like, hey, I, yeah, I tried this new weed eater. Like, yeah, this is a great weed eater. You should give yeah. it a try. And like, not, I mean, it could be sponsored, could not be sponsored. But I think, yeah, having that kind of open dialogue in a different format
0: is mm-hmm. great. Yeah, and I think
1: a lot of creators have gone, kind of gone to that, too, because, again, it's like you at least own those emails, own, quote unquote, yeah. own the emails compared to whatever socials it could. How long so do them. you
0: spend on one newsletter? A few hours, yeah. yeah. It's,
1: which it's not crazy, but like mine would be mine. I'm summing up five or ten news stories, getting mm-hmm. all the events in town. Yours, I mean, you could probably spend I don't know thirty minutes on a newsletter. But like, yeah. again, like probably uh, go outsource your Facebook <laughs> or your uh, TikTok yeah. taking down videos and yeah, spend that do time. a newsletter but yeah, instead. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's that would be a good idea, just to like, yeah. I mean, you've thought of all this already, but like just to diversify even more because yeah, it's yeah. scary just having the social media. And stuff. Yeah,
0: because you know if if everything gets shut down. How, how do I reach out to my fans and exactly. like, like my followers? Right. I, you can't unless, yeah. unless you have something internally like a newsletter exactly. or, or an email list.
1: And like I bet you could grow up pretty quickly if you're just like tag it at the end of the video or something or yeah. the comments be like, Hey, go follow me here if you like this stuff. Yeah. I think I could. I yeah, think I could grow up absolutely. Pretty cool. Um, so the next batch of questions is just kind of stuff I ask everybody. Um, cool. so you can take a minute to think about it if you need to, but what is something you often recommend to people? It could be books, podcasts, anything like that. Music.
0: Oh man. Shows. Um, I haven't been reading a lot lately because I mean I am really into or was I still am I just haven't had time to read lately Um, just reading personal finance books Mm because I think you know the best time to start investing your money is now Um, sorry the best time to start investing (laughs) your money was yesterday sure the second best time is now (laughs) so um, yeah, I'm super big into personal finance and just, you know, making sure I'm set up for the future. And, you know, I, I kind of encourage everybody to kind of get it's an easy topic to learn on. Yeah. You know, you, you can even just go watch YouTube videos. That's how I got yep. started just learning about, you know, just in, like why invest in a 401k or, yeah. or a Roth IRA or why you should maybe try to get into real estate, like yep. the tax benefits that it has. And, you know, I think it, it's it's just really beneficial for someone to have that knowledge.
1: Absolutely. Are there any specific books that you, not to put you on the spot, but any specific personal finance books?
0: Yeah. So there was um, obviously Rich Dad, Poor Dad's, what you should probably start classic, out with. Yep. Yeah, it's a classic. Um, uh, what was that one? I think, yeah, um, it's called Multiple Streams of Income. Um, it's it, it's a little bit older, but it, it talks about basically every different way to invest yeah. and every different way you can build a stream of income, you know, real estate, stocks, bonds, yep. um, you know, licensing, you know, stuff like that. And it it makes it a lot easier to understand because like when you go talk to someone that's already been doing it for so long and, you know, they can give you the scoop on what it is and you're like, Dude, that just flew over my head. You're way too knowledgeable about this. Like, right. you need to bring it down to a level that I can understand. And that's a good place to start. Yeah, for sure. So you, YouTube videos, I watch uh, Andre Jick. I was about to say,
1: I love Andre Jick. Andre yeah.
0: Jick's amazing. <laughs> Graham Stephan's pretty good, too. I don't watch him as much those, anymore. Those are
1: the two I used to watch. Yeah. yeah,
0: those are the two that gave me inspiration for my, uh, for my personal finance. Yeah social media or youtube channel that I did that I'm not doing anymore but yeah. yeah I I do like watching them I don't watch a lot of youtube anymore yeah I I tell people I used to be really addicted to youtube and that's how I figured out and, or and that's how I became really good at making youtube videos is because you know I watched videos that I liked like I used to watch youtube an hour before I went to bed every single night and um I would You know, take when I started creating videos, I would take things that I liked from all the creators that I watched. And that's how I made my own style. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's how artists do it. You know, with with music, they get inspiration from all the music that they like and they make something that's their own so
1: absolutely and uh what's it austin cleon or whatever it's steal like an artist mm-hmm. like yeah yeah for sure every artist steals yeah. yeah it's like a good something good artists copy great artist steal or something like that yeah yeah, yeah. Just,
0: just just make your own thing out of it because yeah. i've had uh recently a couple channels pop up that have completely copied my style mm. like there's this <laughs> there's this one guy like I find it really, really cool that they're getting inspiration from me and that they're going out and helping people out for free and stuff. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, this guy made his logo. You know, he's 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 got the green initials and it says mowing underneath. Right, he's got the right. little grass going up in between it. He wears it, he wears the exact same clothes I do. <laughs> like it, it it's like and that's not even that bad. Right. Like it, it gets bad, like he uses the same color captions I do, the same, yeah, it's not same, cool, same really. everything. But he even has a merch store that has the exact same merch that I have. It's, it gets a little weird. Yeah. And it's it's got just his logo on it. I'm like, dude, you're taking this too far. Does like, he
1: have a following? Has he built a following doing it that way?
0: A little bit. Yeah. Um, there's another guy that does has been copying me that has gotten like 30,000 on TikTok so wow. far. Um, I even talked to that guy on the phone. Like, I'm not mad at these guys. Like, right. I wish they wouldn't do that. Right. And like, I want them to take inspiration from me and, you know, do this free cleanup stuff. and um. You know, do this, but like, take your own style. Right. Like, like, create your own style. I even told him, I'm like, I'm like, dude, you're never gonna do SB mowing as good as me. Like, right. <laughs> like, you're not. You're not gonna do my style as good as me. You're always gonna be the great value brand SB mowing. Yeah, exactly. The Kroger. Yeah. So, so like, if 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 you want to build a following, like if you want to be good, you know, take inspiration from me. Yep. And create something of your own that people will watch Cause, if people like want to watch SB Mowing, they're gonna watch watch me, not you. Right, right, exactly. So yeah, yeah,
1: there's a Naval Ravikant quote. I can't remember exactly how it goes, but basically it's like escaping whatever through authenticity. And it's like the mm-hmm. only way to be like truly great is like do it your way. Yeah. And like there is, like you said, there will never be another SB Mowing that's better than SB Mowing. Yeah, exactly. Because that's you, and, and it's just yeah. me. You can't be me. Right. Like. <laughs> <laughs> they can maybe get close, but it's never gonna be. Yeah. Me, so that's super interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's crazy. That it copied you that much. It reminds me. I, there was a a short, probably like six months ago. Um, Ryan Trahan is mm-hmm. like another big YouTuber. Um, and he does these, like, whatever, challenges and different stuff, but yeah. uh, one of them was he went into the worst-rated restaurant in his city. Oh, L- I didn't Yelp see that one. So it's like pretty, inter- like, oh, that's a good concept. I'm like, I might do that in Wichita, just because yeah. it'd be kind of interesting. Um, and, like, obviously it'd be tweaked, and, like, it's completely my experience just with that inspiration, but somebody copied his video, and, like, Colin and Samir, I don't know if you're familiar with them, mm-hmm. they yeah, kind of, they, they asked him about it, and they were talking about it. The guy took, like, literally every cut his words literally everything was exactly the same all the way down to like a helicopter flew overhead at a certain <laughs> point in the video. I'm like, it's so strange. That's like, what
0: these guys are doing for me. Even the cuts are the yeah, same. Yeah. That's so weird. Yeah. It's weird. I don't get and, it. And, uh, um, yeah, just figure out your own inspiration, dude. Like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's funny.
1: Um, okay. So, uh, favorite failure in any aspect of your life.
0: Oh man. Um, it's a good one. It's like a job interview right now. Like, what's your worst? Or, or like, <laughs> what's your what's, greatest weakness? What's your greatest weakness? I care
1: too much. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, greatest failure. Hmm. I would say probably, oh, man, I have I have a couple. Greatest failure. Man, you're putting me on the spot here. Um, I should have listened all the way through one of your podcasts. You should podcasts. have. That's cool. <laughs> this one's on you. I've listened to your stuff before, but not all the way through the <laughs> end. <laughs> Is failure honestly it's it, it's not really a specific instance mm-hmm. but just things that i've done it kind of goes into the last thing we were talking about just not being yourself like i felt like like a big i i guess it's 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 kind of a failure kind of not like when i first started this i just kind of tried to be somebody else and it the very first winter I had, I kind of had like a, like a very like three or four month stage where I got super depressed with my work and like just in general, cause I felt like I was just trying to, too hard to, to be somebody else. Cause I felt like I wasn't enough to like do something like this. And that was also the time that I was, was doing the the personal finance pages. And like, I felt like it just wasn't me. And. You know with the mowing I I I kind of found my calling with the mowing because it's something I've been doing my whole life and I've been an expert at but um, Definitely, you know be yourself and I've had so many instances where I could have gotten started with something or um, Done something, but I I kept making excuses on why on like reasons to not do it and I still do that today like Um, I, I probably could have mowed today, like after this, Mm -hmm. but, um, I made the excuse, oh, it rained last night. Everything's going to be wet. Yeah. Whatever. Everything's wet for the morning. Like, but like, I have a lot of, a lot of friends reach out and ask for advice. And I'm like, dude, you just got to get started. Like, you just got to try it. Like, they're like, oh, like, like, how can I do a social media page like you? I'm like, you just got to do it. Like it's, it's like that, that, that quote, like just
1: do it. Yeah. Um, Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. yeah.
0: Shia LaBeouf. Um, but yeah, probably my biggest failures are just making excuses on things that um, really matter and that I should be doing, whether that's, you know, in my business life in my spiritual life, you know, with friends. Uh, one specific instance was um, over, over doing things on the business side and not, you know taking into account my personal life and like my friends and this was in in college actually you know so I was an RA in college so I was like kind of working throughout the mm-hmm. week during in the dorms and stuff and I had classes all day and the weekends I'd go back and um, I'd go home and mow all weekend and then go back and restart and basically I didn't have any times in my for my friends during the mowing season you know that's probably the times that you know, some of my best friends that I got the farthest away from, and they even like quit inviting me to stuff because like every time they would invite me, i be like, "Sorry, dude, can't, busy." And so that was a big failure in my life is like, you know, balancing that stuff and like, you know, I kept making excuses like, "Oh, I'm busy. Like, I've got to like go home and do this." You know, I could have, I could have made time for it if, mm-hmm. if I really wanted to, and like, I, I really want to now. Sure. <laughs> so like, yeah, yeah. but. I've kind of fixed that. I've I've created a good balance in my life. I'm working a lot right now. I'm probably working sixty to eighty hours a week, but um, you know I'm still you know making time so my wife and I can go out and do stuff and like yeah. have fun and like you know go on a date every now and again and hang mm-hmm. out with friends, go see a movie. Um, but yeah, definitely find that balance in your life because if you don't, it it makes life tough. Yeah, it really does. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, thanks for sharing all that. I know that's it's rough to kind of think about it. Yeah, it is. I'm glad you- Glad <laughs> you shared that um this kind of leads into the next question but you mentioned the success came when you kind of layered this like youtube interest and like you watched a lot of youtube is like you weren't necessarily you're not in the top one percent or anything at youtube yet but it's like you layered this mowing thing which you've been mowing as long as anybody your age basically no mm-hmm. longer so it's like you layer those two and it's like once you layer it's like a new the lawnmower mm-hmm. you you can only reach so much success as a lawn mower as a youtuber but when you layer it, it's like you're like the lawnmower youtube guy yeah so it's like it's super interesting like find like like advice to your friends it's like okay what are you passionate about yeah plus find what yeah. you're
0: passionate or what you're an expert about yeah exactly everyone's an expert at one thing mm-hmm. like like everyone really really likes one thing like do something with that exactly <laughs> like, and it's
1: like uh back i don't know i listened to gary v back in the day yeah and he it was always like he's like you could go start a YouTube channel about peanut butter or Pokemon yeah. or whatever else. It's like, and people did because mm-hmm. it's like, they were just so passionate about it, created the content around it. Yep. Like you're the go-to guy in whatever that vertical is.
0: Yeah, but. exactly. And you'll get a big following with it too. Eventually, mm-hmm. like if, mm-hmm. if you're really passionate about it and you make good videos, people are going to watch you, like exactly. make them entertaining. Then you can get out to everybody, not just the people that like peanut butter. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Um, what is your definition of success?
0: The definition of success, um, there's probably a lot of definitions that I could say. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't really. Uh, like, obviously, it'd be easy to put it like in financial standards, or mm-hmm. but um, I'd. I would say I've kind of hit my definition of success, and my different. Defini- I've never really thought about this like word for word, mm-hmm. but I would say it's making an impact in the world and like, you know, making a lane for yourself and making an impact in that lane. You can't do everything in the world. You know, I wish I could run a hundred YouTube channels. I wish I could, you know, be a CEO of a company. That'd be freaking cool. I wish I can go be a mobile developer still, but I found my lane and my YouTube and I'm inspiring a lot of other people to, you know, go help people out, to do the same thing. Um, I'm actually making a difference. So, like, I feel like like that's a lot more a feeling of success internally for me than, you know, making money from my channels or, you know. Yeah, I guess just, just being an inspiration to people and, like, actually. And that doesn't have to be on the level that I do it. Like, obviously, I have a YouTube channel that, or social media platforms that have 23 million followers. You know, I think... I would even feel that success once I have kids one day, you know, being an inspiration in their life mm-hmm. and, and like being able to to guide them in their life. I think that will be like a huge success for me, like a, a huge feeling of internal success for me. But business wise, I felt successful because I've been able to inspire people. Yeah. I think that's just the easiest way to put it.
1: Yeah. I love that. Absolutely. I love that. Um, last couple questions are wichita specific but what is your favorite part about wichita or like a hidden gem in wichita
0: yeah okay after traveling a lot these past two years i love the traffic here (laughs) i bet yeah and people are so nice here like it's crazy like i've you know just traveling to places like just just bigger cities like memphis atlanta miami like like all these different places i've traveled to either you know for for my honeymoon for vacation for you know business stuff Mm -hmm. you know collaborations people are so nice here (laughs) like like i can go up and like if i'm getting like fast food real quick or something you know people are nice when they're like when i'm ordering fast food like in these other places like i go up there and they're not even looking at me like what do you want i'm like "Uh, can i get this 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 like yeah it'll be this much i'm like okay like Uh, how was your day how's it going yeah, yeah or just being like 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 a little bit lighter in the face or yeah, like smile, a little, like smile a, a, yeah. little, a little smile like people don't do that elsewhere dude like huh. so yeah traffic too traffic is yeah. so nice here people let you merge in they'll wave at you oh, as yeah. you merge in like oh, like yeah. yeah yeah come in dude Yep. so yeah wichita is really i love the love the niceness in the community um i love the like we're a bigger city for sure like in in general, but, it it feels like a smaller town, like mm-hmm. like I feel like I can go places, like even you know once I take my shirt off, yeah, you know and see people and like like that, and they'll be like, hey, how's it going? Yeah, like like oh, people yeah. are afraid to say hi and stuff like that. So absolutely, yeah, I love the small feeling of Wichita. Yeah,
1: it's always like I always describe it as like yes, I like guess a, a big small town basically. It is so a big so small it's got town. <laughs> the, the best parts of both worlds. Yeah. Um, is there anything you wish Wichita had that it doesn't, or what would you improve about Wichita?
0: Oh, what would I improve? there's some areas that I mow in where the area is not as well off or is going really downhill. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of wish they got a little bit more support. Um, specifically like the houses, you know, they're just like almost all the houses are like falling apart. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like, yeah, I just wish that they, they got more support overall and like, that's a hard you know a hard problem to solve yep and like like same thing with like seeing people on the side of the street you know uh, panhandling or like um, which that's gotten a lot more prevalent recently especially over on the west side like Mm -hmm. near Newmarket Square we didn't used to have panhandlers anywhere and now we're starting to see panhandlers starting to see some homeless people over there Mm -hmm. like man dude, this is this is weird like like usually I see those you know more downtown usually in those areas but you know, it's 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 all around Wichita yeah. now. It's everywhere. So I kind of wish there was a little bit um, more of a solution for that, or something that can be worked towards mm-hmm. easier.
1: Yeah, absolutely, I agree with that. Um, last question I have before we kind of shout out your channels and stuff: What does Wichita mean to you?
0: Wichita's my home. <laughs> uh, I don't think I'll ever move away from here. You know, my family's here, my friends are here, most of my friends are here. Mm-hmm. Um my wife's family's here. You know, it's just it's my home and my family. I guess that's that's what it means to me.
1: Perfect. I love it. Thanks so much for the interview. Uh Spencer, where can people find you?
0: Uh any platform, um SB mowing. You can just look up SB mowing. Except for Cash App. Yeah, yeah. Don't <laughs> I actually got that taken down. <laughs> okay, good. With good. Cash App. Yeah. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, S- SB mowing on any platform and then um SB pressure washing, which the pressure washing is really satisfying too.
1: It is. It's that's. It's what a got different me? hooked on your stuff. It's so. a different kind of satisfying. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's good. So. Awesome. Well, thank you, sir. I um, hope we can catch back up. And probably like fifty or hundred million total by the next time we talk. <laughs> I don't so. know. We'll see. <laughs> yeah.
0: Thank you, sir. Yeah. Thanks for having me.
1: Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Wichita Life Podcast. Check us out on social media at Wichita Life ICT or our website WichitaLifeICT.com huge thanks to Jake B for editing and producing our podcast. Have a good night and we'll see you next time.